0: Hello, and welcome back to yet another episode of Podcasting is Praxis. Uh, David's not around today because he is still suffering from some form of uh, lurgy. So you're stuck with me. Hi, I'm Rob. My pronouns are he and
1: him. I'm Alistair. My pronouns are he and him. I'm James. My pronouns are they and them.
2: And I'm Jamie, and my pronouns are he and him.
0: But fortunately, to replace uh, David much better, actually, uh, we have a very (laughs) special guest. Um, <laughs> we have uh, Dr. Eleanor go on. Uh, Eleanor, thank you so much for coming on today.
3: Thanks so much for having me, and I am a she-her. Uh,
0: and today we are going to be, you know, doing our usual stuff, and then we are going to be talking about uh, the whether or not the end of the world is nigh and whether or not we should feel <laughs> positive about that, basically. Uh, but first, you know, can't start this episode without prob- what will probably a, a, be a fond farewell to, you, you know, the best people in Britain, the you know the gestalt consciousness of Britain, so far as I'm concerned, it's it's finally that time. The uh, Captain Tom Foundation is uh, likely to close down in in the coming months. RIP, R.I.P. again to a real one. I'm
1: mashing my F key in solidarity with uh, mm. Mm. with his family. Mm. I wish David was on so he could play taps. <laughs> I'm uh, doing some
3: elder abuse in their in their honor.
4: <laughs> yeah, every, everyone, please please throw a pound coin at your eldest relative.
0: Mm. yeah but only after they've completed that lap in the garden you know you've got to make them
1: work for that shit
0: something of a disincentive though rob to throw a pound coin after they've
4: done the lap
1: <laughs> did you see that they've turned him into a chair Have have got like a top uh captain tom uniform chair <laughs> is it gonna be like is house? it like
4: one of those fucking um like household pets that's been like embalmed
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean if they have they've just embalmed his uniform but no we've got like they've got like a settee um <laughs> embalmed looks, like, his uniform what got dry dry yeah <laughs> yeah sure no it looked like this horrible little
0: uncomfortable chair that you can only have if you have like too much money and no sense and like they like mm. yeah it's like his full dress uniform with like all his ribbons and pins on it and like you can mm-hmm. sit with your back against them which must be like incredibly unpleasant as well And
2: sit with your back against the medals and feel the war crimes mm.
0: <laughs> Uh, but yeah, basically, the uh, closure of the Captain Tom Foundation uh, was admitted by the, uh, the family... The Captain of Tom Foundation, F- Foundation and spa. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I really <laughs> wanted to get to that, yes. Um, because basically, this was admitted during proceedings uh, because the family is still trying to stop Central Bedfordshire Council uh, from destroying the Captain Tom Memorial Spa and Pool and also charity um, <laughs> headquarters. Pri-
4: prisons oh. get a library, other war criminals get a spa. I'm taking... <laughs> Taking all of
3: my meetings in the onsen, as God intended. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's the only way to make sure no one's wearing a wire, all right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Eleanor, you're, you're saying it's an onsen. It's not quite that. Uh, actually, during proceedings, they said because it was going to be torn down because they made it like far too big without asking for like council permission. <clears throat> um, but now they said it, it, it's not an onsen for the family. Actually, it's a revalidation pool for elderly people in the area. Um, but oh. they would only do uh, one-on-one sessions and only once or twice a week. So I assume that the rest of the week, <laughs> the,
1: the Captain home family is just <laughs> just chilling out. <laughs> just chilling
3: in the pool. You know. Do you know,
1: if I was an Enterprise and Council officer, I'd check if they've got insurance for that, for offering that service, because that's the real tell. They yeah.
0: I mean, I don't think you really need to get that far because, you know, they also said this was the same lawyer, uh, according to Sky, that the um, the, the Captain, <laughs> Captain Tom Onsen uh, would also offer the opportunity for people to meet on a coffee morning basis. That's probably going to be not more than once a month, like a church opening for coffee morning on, uh, for Macmillan. <laughs>
4: mm. <laughs> I love yeah. these people fucking, so much. fucking rich people, man. Like, it's just, (laughs) everything is wasted on them. It's like, it's like those rich people who have, like, uh, really, those, like, really valuable paintings, and you have to, like, phone them up and ask if you can go and have a look at it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then they take a tax rate off of providing a public service by allowing you to come and see Picasso. So, sure.
0: I mean, that used to be, like, the normal thing. If you wanted to, like, go see somebody's art collection, like, you used to be able to, like, walk up to the manor house and just, like, wander in um mm. like you asked for permission but you know when when it got too popular they had to like start you know you had to like ask permission first it wasn't it wasn't as good anymore
4: we need to we need to we need to like introduce a law that says that you are you if you are really rich you are allowed to own like these extremely like culturally significant paintings and artifacts however your house is never allowed to be locked again and anyone could come in at any time with no notice to try and have a look at it
3: Wait, okay, how about this um they can keep the pool but i'm allowed to go there look them dead in the eyes and spit in it once a week how about that
0: <laughs> i think that's i think that you know that's that's no more than fair i think that you know
4: you, you can keep the spa so long as i'm allowed to sit in the big captain tom chair yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is technically not the only thing they kept. Apparently, they also kept uh, eight hundred thousand pounds in like book royalties from like the book's ghost written by some other guy, but in Captain Tom's name because well, they I, did it.
3: I, I, what books? It makes me feel like I'm going crazy. Do you do you know how much money eight hundred k's in royalties off of book sales is? What the fuck do you mean? What books? Who is <laughs> Ele- buying Eleanor.
4: these? don't I- know, It was written by a ghost. Like, <laughs>
2: did they not do? Did they not do one of those like fucking little people, big dreams, kids books? Oh God! You know, like oh the no. Prince Charles one.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. I saw one of them in the shops. There was like there was like his his memoir, which I assume glossed over the uh, the many war crimes he committed in Burma. Mm. But yeah, no,
1: there were three of them. There's uh, there's tomorrow. Yeah, there was will be Captain
0: Tom's. Yeah, there, there was Captain Tom's like life lessons and you know like catchy yeah, that slogans. Yeah, was the most recent one.
3: Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, and there was also there's also one hundred steps, which I think was the uh, what you call it, the story of Captain Tom. So like, there's tomorrow will be a good day. Hey, everyone, have hope. There's the here's his memoirs, e- excluding the uh, war crimes, and then there's Captain Tom's life lessons because yeah. we want to like keep the brand going. You know, so... like uh. D- such
3: memorable quotes as "Can I come in now, love? I'm quite cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bones hurt—the ones that I have left.
3: I sure Most would like of- to beep, 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 <laughs> beep the Burmese." <laughs>
0: But yeah, I wanted to ask Eleanor because, like, you're, so far as I know, like the only uh, published author uh, in, in in this distinguished group. Um, are, when can we expect 100 life lessons from Eleanor to, with you know I the know. small royalties of, I assume, five million pounds?
3: The world isn't ready. Okay, like uh, they <laughs> they are, they hate to see a girl boss winning, um, and by girl boss winning, uh, I think that I mean a working class woman moderately succeed in the world of public medieval history.
1: Uh, so, Everyone's yeah.
4: flying for the title.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right, you know.
1: I uh, I actually did a little research into how they sold, all the copies they sold, because you're right, there wasn't like, there was a, a few paperbacks kicked around, but it didn't seem to sell that amazingly. Apparently most of it was digital sales. So, oh. you know, people buying shit on their Kindle, essentially, to have huh. to read about Captain Tom. Um, hmm. Also, there was a deal with Audible audiobooks that meant that it was free if you owned Audible um, oh. for a limited period. So, yeah, like yeah, they, I'm not saying I'm not saying they got subsidized for their role in manufacturing consent during pandemic, but I'm not not saying it either.
3: Mm, mm. I mean, I'm Audible really with their finger on the pulse of what the people want there. Well, uh, mm. mm-hmm.
1: okay, yeah, okay,
3: fine.
0: I mean, we should all be writing into our Audible saying that, you know, we want more books about the medieval period and, you know, the rule of women. <laughs> I, I want more free garbage. That's yeah. right.
3: That's right.
4: <laughs> it may be hot dog shit, but it's free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will leave the, the, the last word to this glorious saga. And, you know, what I what I am concerned about is the best family in Britain to uh, his his lovely daughter, well, Hannah they're aren't they? Um, yeah, it's powerfully emblematic of Britain. It, this is from a quote, in the, the. this is a bit from The Guardian. In March 2022, Hannah Ingram Moore defended her family's stewardship of the foundation to Philip Schofield on Good Morning. I think we've been incredibly naive, but I don't think that means... But I don't think that means we're bad. I think that we are wholesome, good people, and we run businesses we understand. We stepped into this for love, for humanity, for <laughs> allowing as many people as we can to have access to his legacy. And quite frankly, <laughs> the truer words. Have we never stepped been into spoken. this for love. Fuck <laughs> yeah. off. It's, I mean, the,
4: she's a uh, she's a, PR. That's a That's what
2: you say. That's what you say when you, you come downstairs in the night and find out the hard way that your dog shit on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, after stepping the dog shit, we stepped into this for love. (laughs) (laughs) Just hearing a cash register ching in the background as she's talking there. Sure, okay, whatever.
4: Mm. I mean, she's a fucking PR person, so like, one one rung like above like estate agents and bailiffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's
3: pretty much much of a muchness. But I mean, it's like clearly, ma'am, you didn't step into it, quote unquote, for love. In theory, the entire scam was predicated that you. stepped into it for charity right yeah and like i mean that was the only reason that that like his legacy other than the war crimes was just like walked up a garden raised some cash in it right and then like if you then don't give anyway i'm tired i can't i can't i can't can't with rich people sit
4: in the big in the big captain tom chair and take a load off Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) just put the free acupuncture from
0: the medals yeah, I was going to say, just put the cushion <laughs> over the beddles, because otherwise it's going to get real uncomfortable in about five minutes.
3: Sitting in the Captain Tom chair to, like, get, you know, new slurs for the, the good people of Myanmar <laughs> through osmosis. Just to feel something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I have, I have other news, uh, Elinda, that might cheer you up, uh, but, you know, maybe not as so much as I you might that. think. Um, <laughs> is apparently you are, well, I think that you are probably uh, on, a, on a Department for Education watch list.
3: Yeah, so. So
0: c- congratulations to you.
3: I have to say that um you were generally the ones to break this to me and I was like, yeah. I guess I probably am. Damn. <laughs> like <laughs> I was just like, yeah, oh lord, you. yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: For like a little bit of context, this is like this is a thing that was released I think this week or last week in the Guardian um that apparently like a whole bunch of people pr- involved in professional education, so like teachers but also education, you know, specialists etc. um found out that like the Department for Education uh, held files up to like 60 pages long, including all their like tweets and negative comments regarding government policy or uh, Ofsted in general, like they would have like these big files on you, which is like, it's really comforting that the Department for Education is doing that.
3: Yeah, they're going to have all Ooh. my best guillotine memes in there. Like my yeah. Brendan collection is going to be on record. And uh, let me tell you why. <laughs>
1: Before, Eleanor, your your Brendan's going your permanent record, young lady. You really yeah, need to think about your future.
3: I th- and that's you know really what I want to be remembered for, because you know I've got that one of the ambassadors, but it's Brendan's head instead of a skull. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the good stuff.
0: I do like the idea of you, like, appearing before the uh, Education Tribunal and just saying, Your Honours, I would like to first have entered into the records. And then just, like, these <laughs> printed pages that they, like, have to do in uh, in the US Congress. That they, like, you know, it's just these big printouts of Brendan memes and other garbage that, like... <laughs> no, just... It's, just,
4: it's just page after page of one huge Brendan.
1: Poor heads,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they've got that old, like, dot .matrix paper, you know, yeah, that, it's like, just... just <laughs> up style down one, the hallway you one on there yeah. the so you just
1: have it running in the background throughout the trial the entire time
3: you know they say that online harassment and bullying is bad but we did make brendan put a hat on one time so who's to one say?
1: time
0: yeah. <laughs> for more <evermore>, i think <laughs> um but yeah like I, sh- I should stress like by the way this like goes a little bit further than just, like, monitoring and, like, collecting your, you know, your base tweets. Um, like, mm. basically, if you tweet too much negativity about the UK education system, um, you get disinvited from, like, speaking slots either run uh, or sponsored by the Department for Education. Uh, Didn't which this is-
4: happen to Mick Wright's uh, wife?
0: uh uh-huh. yes it did but that was for an ai thing i don't think that was a school's thing but i i might be wrong on that one sorry mick if if, if i were if, if, if this is the same thing they they did include like the specific example of like one children's book author and uh, some kind of educational consultant uh dr amina kong i hope i pronounced that correctly uh who like had to submit her entire opening speech to the organization that like mm-hmm. she was Give, given like uh, giving a talk to, uh, and then that had to give it for to the Department for Education for like review and checking before she could give the speech, and also after they cut her time like her speaking time in half anyway, which is mm. just like, do you people not have something better to do? I seem to recall from like a week or two ago that like the schools were you know in a non-ironic sense but quite literally collapsing. Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, the last thing you want in your collapsed school is walkness. So
3: yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it, the the fact that they've got time to do this is what really bothers me. You know, everyone else is just kind of like completely under the gun, running for like from one thing to the next, trying not to get beamed by like the meringue that we made schools out of in the head. And and here they are, like, oh, I didn't like what you said on the uh on this on September the twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. You said, "Lol, look at Boris's hair." you know like it just
4: yeah. come on come yeah on. yeah mccarthyism really took a step down after the 70s didn't it
0: now i mean it, it this one apparently is in is in specific context uh this is from the, the article in the, in the guardian uh kong Baia believes that the department attempted to silence her because she challenged its COVID recovery strategy for young children like other early early years experts she disagreed with they had the strategy. a COVID
2: recovery strategy
0: Apparently so. Yeah, it was let, let it rip.
3: I I yeah. would simply recover. What I,
0: I, I would simply eat out to help out. That 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 is what I would do. But you know, in in school or something, she disagreed with this strategy because initially it recommended putting very small children who misbehaved into time out or taking away their toys as punishment strategies that she believed to be psychologically harmful as well as unlikely to work. So you know, not only are you being monitored and punished, you are monitored and punished because you say that three-year-old you should probably not take their toys away like that seems like so yeah.
2: they were taking they were taking the kids toys away as part of the covid recovery strategy yes or oh, did i miss something
4: what
0: <laughs> the, the toys were full of covid jb i think
4: <laughs> you, you can have the cho- you can have the toys back once you're able to fight this disease off yeah
3: <laughs> i mean this is just the most british thing possible where it's like what does this have to do with covid i, don't know, I just thought i'd make uh, lives worse for small children
0: yeah. yeah. I mean I I you know Britain, you, is, it,
2: Britain is just rapidly becoming wet Florida. Mm.
0: <laughs> and Florida's already pretty fucking wet. It's just
1: uh it's Florida's sunk and we're more like, you know, it's not yeah, like but Florida's Florida's that
2: horrible foreign wet. We're good good old <laughs> British wet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: but while while we're on the topic of uh, of, of young people, we've we've mainly skipped, and I think we'll continue to skip uh, Labour Conference week because it was you know everything you expected for the fuck. last whatever years.
4: Mm. Oh boy, Keir Starmer saying they're not going to do anything, or saying they're going to do something in no no, money, no 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 no. This we? is in um, fact cool. y-
0: Cooper announcing that 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 Labour will do something, and actually they've they've pried uh, some we'll- money loose. <laughs>
4: If, if you are ever detected is it by a demand? Is it
2: demand that the Welsh release hostages? Is that what <laughs> Labour will do?
4: If one of the government-issued precogs ever detects you thinking about committing a crime, you will just be murdered on the spot.
0: Good. Uh, no, this is from the press release by Labour themselves. Um, this is this is me not. This I don't think this is edited. I think I just copy pasted this. In a speech lamenting the growth in knife crime and promising even more anti-gang laws, she promised that young people would be pulled out of lives of crime and violence. So, how do you think mm. um, that Labour, this particular version of the Labour Party, will be uh, doing that? Such a thing with one of uh, those
2: crane machines you get at the fun fair. <laughs> <laughs> Hurt all yeah. the criminals into a glass cabinet and then just, like, grab at them with a It only works floor. on very
0: round young children. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> uh, They're going to put
1: a Roblox in one of them, and then, uh, yeah, the kids <laughs> go mad for it. You know, I was told Christmas only comes once a year, but this very much feels like Labour Crime Week 2. Is it Asbos 3, Rob? No, those are respect orders.
0: That's a separate thing, but that's also going to be brought in.
3: <laughs> oh, good, good. I'm mm. um, just putting uh, those mosquitoes everywhere literally you know just uh, we're just going to drive all the young people into a field somewhere uh, by playing high pitched noises at them
0: uh, very very close it's a, but instead of a field uh, the the program will be centered of course on sure start but this time they will be but this time there will be quote unquote tough love youth centers uh, which the will be called oh, does my that mean? god okay
3: so like wait now just all right like let me borrow my boyfriend's rant about this but like one of the things that you know happened under austerity and indeed in the labor years was the shuttering of youth services and youth centers more generally right and they were doing great work with the community they were doing all sorts of some things with young people justin was constantly having like billiard balls thrown at his head and would like still go back to work and make sure that like children didn't like you know live a life of crime they all got fucking shut down and now you're like you can have them back but only if you scream at them
1: like what yeah, the no, fuck like, man you, you lost it's, it's, You've you know, centers, it's but... meant
2: it's meant to appeal to the British psyche you know we, we'll take your kids out, we'll get your kids out of your way for a couple of hours a week and we'll also beat them with hoses
0: mm. <laughs> yeah what kids love is voluntary school yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, Eleanor, like, I agree, like, you know, there, there were, like, youth centers where kids could do positive things, but what if, instead, I offered you the following? Ensure existing enforcement measures are effectively utilized, inclu- including family interventions, the use of curfews, enforcement of penalties, drug and alcohol interventions, community work, and stronger action against criminal gangs. Read the first sentence How? of that again. How? Ensh-
2: How? Ensuring
0: existing enforcement measures are effectively utilized.
3: So nothing. So that's just, that's just copy.
2: That's something you'd say in a job interview, you know what I I mean? It's just word salad that's designed to appeal to management.
1: I think it's, we've lost youth centres, but we're now getting youth gulags, and I'm, for one, I'm proud of this. It's a good British tradition.
3: What I love about this youth gulag too, though, is they're like, oh, it will be, we're going to send you to the gulag, and then, therefore, there will be stronger action against the criminal gang. So it's like, after we made you go to the punishment centre, told you that we hate you and that you suck... Uh, then, like, surely you won't go back to your friends. No, I yeah. to, like just okay, whatever. Actually, what,
0: yeah. <laughs> what will happen, um, Eleanor, in phase two? Because phase one is about um, reducing knife crime, but in uh, phase two, again from the Labour website, uh, they were these uh, uh, these young future hubs. That's what they're called. Um, will oh, be expanded. like, Robert, <laughs> <laughs> will be expanded beyond youth violence and into other mission objectives, objectives such as educational attainment. So, so, you know, they'll just be sent to you. It's it's voluntary school! Well, it's like okay. the
4: worst fucking teacher
0: you've ever seen, ever met. This is like, what they're going to do
2: is, if you're at school and you get a detention, you have to do it in Broadmoor. That's it's, where we're headed.
4: Well, like, and,
3: and also, this is just like bringing back one of the really bad New Labour Youth Centre policies, which is, you know, there used to be youth clubs and youth centers where you could just go be a youth and i don't know go get some condoms or something like that and then new labor brought in this this thing the name of which i can't remember because uh i love my boyfriend very much but he'd just be talking and i can't remember things okay but they brought in some (laughs) it do be
5: like
3: that i mean men be talking am i right uh but they brought in this policy uh the name of which escapes me which was essentially like oh and also will help them get jobs and, the, oh, and so it, it, was like, all,
0: um, it was like a fusion of Sure Start and the Job Center.
3: Yeah, exactly. And so instead of it, it just being like, you know, all you have to do, this is communal good. This is somewhere where, you know, young people can go and be and do things. It was like, it has to be vocational. You have to be driving them towards something. And that was essentially the beginning of the end because and if you li- couldn't yeah. show,
4: really is just a mind disease isn't it
3: yeah and it's like because if you if you can't show that you've got got so many kids a job or whatever they'll cut your funding and blah blah blah
2: and it's like tony you know tony blair's new deal for nine-year-olds
0: exactly it's just it's really <laughs> depressing i mean it's 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 no surprise that uh, this bears some striking resemblances to previous policy this is uh, the last bit i want to talk about but this is uh, uh, from the guardian about the same plan Uh, The plan also bears similarities to the last Labour government's youth crime action plan, which was announced by the then Home Secretary Jackie Smith and the then Children's Secretary Ed Balls, who is Yvette Cooper's husband and, you know, a cunt uh, and a podcaster in his own right. Though Those two things often do, you know, that's a Venn diagram with a lot of overlap. Um, So whatever the opposite of a power couple is, Ed Balls and Yvette Cooper
4: are that. It's yeah. like a draining
3: I, couple.
4: The op- the opposite of Laszlo and Nadja from uh, what we do in the Exactly. Shadows. Exactly.
3: A, they're, they're a siphoning couple, you know? Like just...
2: A discharge couple. Ew. Oh, I don't
3: like <laughs> that. Oh, come on. Also, Ed Balls was children's secretary? Jesus, that's creepy and weird. But anyway. I know. Okay. I know.
0: It's, it's Yeah. yeah until of course he went on strictly uh, on strictly dancing and all that other stuff and now you know as a morning tv host a normal mm-hmm. thing that you get to be after you've been in power fucking-
2: ed, ed balls has the kind of energy where i would believe if you told me he was a child secretary <laughs> you know like for the work for the boss baby or something <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah with all, with all that good news out of the way um i wanted to talk basically um because so, I've been reading some stuff lately, uh, including Eleanor's blog, and like I you wanted should to never see. read things well, apart mm. from Eleanor's
2: blog, which you should you. read.
4: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, reading things burdens you with the curse of knowledge, and like, <laughs> yeah. it's just wise to avoid it.
1: Yeah, re- read the blog so Eleanor can get you. Got it. Carry on. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, apart from reading, uh, I've also been watching. So I watch the latest um, folding designs, the Dan Olson video about like um, GameStop apes folding and- ideas. Falling Ideas, yeah, that's the one, whatever. Um, and uh, I, I read the book, uh, a very good book about QAnon called Trust the Plan by Will Sommer. So, you know, if you can pause the recording and like watch that very long video and also read the book and then read Eleanor's book and then come back, uh, like we'll, mm. just, we'll just hang out here and. Uh, what, you and, and want me to do that
2: now? One. Yeah, go on.
0: No, it's, no, it's no. You're, that you're... Or
4: you go to the voluntary school, Jamie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah basically what I want to talk about is like how a bunch of like the more recent I don't know last five years sort of conspiracy theories and sort of group beliefs sort of seem to have become very sort of millenarian and sort of like end of the world mm. almost like delightfully doomsday cultish in, in nature mm. and lookout and like you know it, it, that's not anything really new because I know that that you know uh, that that was also the the su- subject of your PhD dissertation I don't know so like
3: yeah. So, you know, because I'm all about uh, weird little guys writing about uh, how the end of the world is coming. Um, and the thing is, there's rather a lot of that, especially within the medieval context, uh, because you got to understand medieval Europe is largely Christian. Right. And mm-hmm. the thing that people tend to forget about is that Christianity is a linear religion. Right. There's a beginning, middle and an end. And so it starts with God making the world and everything, and then uh, your boy JC came back from the dead, got us all out of trouble, and now we're sitting around waiting for him to come back, and it could happen at any moment,
0: right? It has been and- a while. Like I am sitting here, like looking at my watch and tutting.
3: Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, he said he was going to be back again any second, and medieval people were like, "Well, it's getting pretty fucking any second up in here," you know. So when Winds you of
4: winter ass religion
3: yeah no doubt no doubt and like when you have like uh the apocalypse or the book of revelation whether whichever you want to call it i like to call it the apocalypse because i think it's more metal um you know (laughs) that's giving you like all these like beasts to look forward to and all these signs one of the things that medieval people start to do is they look around and they say okay here's the things that are going wrong
0: i think are are they basically like look around and going ah i found i found one of the signs it was there in the hedge yeah, I mean, basically. So it's like, it's, it's, oh, so it's the monster logo. Yeah, okay, like
3: <laughs> the year one thousand. They're like, Jesus is absolutely going to come back at the year one thousand, right? Because like that makes sense, right? Because it's a yeah. thousand years. Yeah. So like that, that he was, loves,
2: he loves a round number.
4: Yeah, like <laughs> famous, famously loved a round number.
3: <laughs> um, there is a preacher, Wolfstan, who did a real, uh, like, uh, the proof of the world ending is the Vikings. And they're like, oh, well, if God is letting, like, pagans triumph over Christianity, then that must be the world is ending. You know, if you got a famine, world is ending. Uh, if you've yeah. got, like, whatever And then so you get to the 14th century when you've got, like, a famine and the Black Death and several many wars. Everyone is like, okay, yeah, like, come on. Like, yeah. come on, bro! Like, I, mean, you I know.
0: think, I think t- today we're like a little bit short on, you know, not everywhere on the famine, but you know, the several wars and the other stuff, you know, yeah, and and the mm-hmm. and the global plague. Let's not forget one yeah. of them, you know.
3: Yeah, exactly. And so you have guys like uh, my my man, my good friend, a young military of Cromer who he his whole deal is fucking look at this shit. You've seen it. Like, everything seems to be really quite bad. Um, And I think that probably what is happening is that the world's about to end, but we could get together to divert that from happening. Right? Um, So Interesting pickup
4: line. Yeah, I know, right? So, (laughs) it's like,
3: the... (laughs) The, and, like, and my man is like living with a bunch of like ex-sex workers in a house so like don't look into it too deeply alright like just, just go with it um, like it was like I want you to it, brackets not sexual according to him uh, but uh,
4: end of the world brackets not sexual brackets normal yeah normal
3: <laughs> it's just like a normal house in what used to be a brothel full of a bunch of women who used to work in the brothel and also some preachers it's normal the normal yeah. community, just
4: like, just like just like the decor, you know. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's a good vibe. And so, like, basically, his thing is, you know, it's a lot like Grandpa Simpson and Death. You know, he's like Antichrist. It's not Antichrist. Antichrist. But in, in <laughs> his signs of Antichrist are like, oh, you know, all of the war, all the famine. People aren't being nice enough to Emperor Charles the Fourth. People aren't being nice enough to me. You know, things like this. But, you know, all of this can be got at if we reorder society, if we, um, you know, like he did some nice things, like some of the sex workers that he lived with, like he'd pay their way out of debt so they didn't have to do the job anymore. And like, that's cool. That's cool. Right. Yeah, that's like, you know, like, you know, I always say that he did a does like a way better job than anyone in like the fucking rescue industry now does because they're just all like, well, put sex workers in jail. And that'll solve it, you know, like at least Milich was out here being like, well, if you want him to like get a new job, you're probably going to have to give him some money. Right. And a place to stay. He did that. So but he does, does these things because he's like, we need to stop the end of the world. We need to stop um, Antichrist from coming. We need to like reorder society in such a way that all of this can be postponed, because whilst we certainly know that it's going to happen, it doesn't necessarily have to be right now. Like, if we could put a stop to it. Um, And so, yeah. And and this is kind of, like, one of the big ways that, like, apocalyptic thought is um, disseminated in the medieval period. Because you got to understand that preachers are, like, the form of mass communication at the time. Right? Like, in a world where there's incredibly limited literacy, and the people who are literate are usually in cities... um, What happens then is you're not going to, like, get anywhere by, like, writing something down. But you might get somewhere if you write something down, like a model sermon, and one priest goes and he will give a sermon. And then someone else goes, that's a really good sermon. Can I give it? And he goes, yeah. So you've just preached that sermon to, I don't know, 100 people. And then that priest goes and does it to 100 more and 100 more and 100 more. Um, And so it's a real form of mass communication and mass media. And preaching is like... Also, for them, like, a hot night out, they're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to, like, go down the square and hear about who's Antichrist. Like, that would be fun for me.
4: Do do you know what? How much this lines up with, one? I've just got in my head Alex Jones and Infowars. Yes! This is lining up pretty well.
3: (laughs) Exactly, and, like, so you you just like say these things, and then people are like, oh, yeah, well, I've heard these, I can line them up. And now let me tell you what, who does not like all this shit is the church, right? Because <laughs> the church, their thing is they're like, you cannot go around predicting the end of the world. Because then when the end of the world does not happen, we all look pretty fucking stupid,
5: don't we? <laughs>
3: right? And they're like, very pragmatic about it. They're like, you can't do this, right? And so like, there's a lot of kind of like trying to skirt a fine line with uh antichrist or apocalyptic preaching where like you can't say a day that it's going to happen
4: you can't you can't tip a hand like this
3: yeah exactly exactly and like so it's kind of like you know they're watching what you're doing and making sure like you can't call a person antichrist you can say that like whatever is a sign of antichrist but you can't call a person Antichrist, right? There's a difference between like Antichrist accusations and Antichrist language, is what we call it. So it's like there's all these rules that you got to stay on the right side of. But by the time that gets to people, you know, like that might be out, out the window because you could say anything you want to a priest who are like literate people. But like yeah. when it's like out in the community, whatever, right? Yeah, it so... sounds like you can just
4: say anything with words.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is really popular because, like, stuff fucking sucks, right? Like, it's it's funny that, like, I, I devoted a bunch of time to Amelia right? Because actually things are pretty nice in Prague at the time, comparatively. Like, Black Death doesn't hit there quite as hard. They're not really involved in that many wars. Uh, like, Charles IV is putting a bunch of money into the city. But, like, hot damn, you go down to Siena or something and it's like half the population just died there's an army outside the gates there's no fucking food and it's like you could be forgiven for being like yeah i guess it is the end of the world like half of everyone i know is dead right
0: yeah that's 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 a reasonable sort of being like okay it's time to it's time to 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 bring in the many-headed beasts and the reins of frogs and all this stuff because clearly you know yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. the monster logo
3: (laughs) thing especially the monster logo uh, you know, it, it, it's like uh, cat boys are outside the gates, etc. You know, yeah. um, so it's understandable. And actually, I have to say that, like, when I look at conspiracy theories now or like the varying like doomsday cults or QAnon, I'm like, uh, I can see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, because mm-hmm. this—that's like the other—the other thing, because we recently chatted very briefly on uh, on on Twitter about this, which was your your one of your latest blogs about the five G zombies, about the yes, <laughs> about the people who are like who, I don't know how that how that ball got rolling. I have like various ideas, and it's like a synthesis of like post-COVID paranoia and, like, existing 5G paranoia and all that other jazz, mm. but, like, that, I mean, but that they fair, did like, commit, like, the cardinal people... sin of, like, putting a date on it.
5: Mm-mm.
0: People have always been terrified of, uh, like, antennas, though. It's
4: a, it's something that goes back... It's, like, it's one of those things that it's like, uh, embedded in English law now because of, like, uh, a bunch of people thought that... Uh radio mast that was being built nearby was, like, fucking up their brains, but obviously it hadn't been switched on yet, so...
1: Like, so, you know, do you know where the whole radio wave thing comes from? Because it's actually, like, with all of these... (laughs) Oh, yes, very good. But it's like, there's... There's, there's, like, a a grain of truth at the heart of all of these conspiracy theories that then gets wildly distorted over time because the old AM radio transmission towers, Mm. um, you could pick them up in your early dental fillings. Like, you know, if you were close to them and you... Yeah, Yeah. if you had had the right kind of metal dental fillings back in the day, and you were near an AM tower, then you would start to hear voices coming from your teeth, uh, which went through the bones into your ears. And that was an actual thing. And that is the germ of they're transmitting thoughts into our head, right? Like, I, that's I, where that whole thing has its origin. I really uh, like the idea crazy. of, like, a
0: very old ad campaign with, like, people saying, like, you would steal an AM radio signal, but it's just, like, aimed at people with false teeth only. I think that's really great.
5: <laughs>
1: well, it was, uh, like, here's the thing. We joke about it, but this was a real problem for mm. quite a few people, because, like, trying to get asleep and you've got, like, fucking talk radio in your head. Can you imagine? Mm. You know, imagine mm. you had Ed Ball's podcast your yeah, podcast into now. you. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like... <laughs> This was an actual issue, and of course you then combine that with mental illness, mm. um, and paranoid schizophrenia in particular, and someone's going to go, well, some people are noticing, but I'm hearing voices... It must be coming from those broadcast towers the same way. No, I don't have fillings, but that just means that it's, it's more sophisticated. Maybe those people are collateral damage because I, I must be the real target because I'm important, and that's yeah. where it comes from. That's the origin yeah. of it. And all the five G shit, all of the you know fear about radio waves, all the or um, you know electricity lines might give you cancer. And there's like as actually again, there's like some stuff in there that suggests that maybe there's something that might be at the root of that, but we'll never know because it's one of these things that's too fundamental to our modern society for anyone to really want to. Fuck with it mm. like these are the origins all of these conspiracies and then they start to percolate and they combine over time and you take like the covid stuff where they're like oh you know they can't you know they can't really be giving us these vaccines for like good reasons i don't trust the government so it's got to be a bad reason um and then you know you end up with covid 4g zombies mm. and it, it all comes from like little bits of like intersection with reality that then get taken in paranoia, fear. And distrust and mm. become this life of its own. So
0: Yeah. Well what I find really interesting about like sort of this moment in I time because the, the
2: zombie thing the zombie thing's just wishful thinking. Because yeah. every right wing person just wants an excuse to be able to go out and shoot undesirables. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean all, all zombie movies are, are like just are just straight up power fantasies about being the cool survivor with, you know, the shotgun. So yeah, that hundred yeah. percent makes sense. But like, what Being I find really inter- down the other, yeah, also that. Uh, but what I find really interesting, like about this particular moment, like I said, because like we've just had a pandemic and life is, you know, mm. categorically getting worse for most people everywhere, uh, you know, mm-hmm. including in the Imperial Core, um, and there are several wars ongoing, including you know, end time wars in the Holy Land, which is a is a kettle of fish all of its own. But like, mm. uh, oh Jesus, what I find interesting is that like you you do have a sort of I want to talk about some specific ones in a moment so like you do have this sort of you know it, it seems like the end times like the apocalyptic cults or the apocalyptic thinking is like spreading a little bit but it mainly seems to be on like the right of, of the spectrum and it just mm. seems to be like a product of late capitalism rather than you know us re- over interpreting the bible in a moment of severe crisis basically
3: yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. And what I would say is you see it on the right because you kind of have a heady mixture of the fact that these are people who really believe in capitalism, right? So these are people who are like completely lost in the sauce. And of course, libs have this too. I'm not saying that they don't. But they are led to understand that especially americans right and and certainly it's it's true here in britain as well but that they are in the greatest country on on god's earth that capitalism is the only system that works um that what they were supposed to do was cede all control over capitalism you know get rid of government regulations uh get rid of like any kind of unions um get rid of anything like this and that they would then prosper right and also in america on the right this is very much linked to the prosperity gospel as well you know this Mm is very specific idea that people with money are also moral uh which is certainly preached like quite literally in churches in in america so if you are not prospering then how the fuck do you explain this right it has to be a falling apart of the social order there needs to be a conspiracy we need to be getting down towards the end days because capitalism does work and if capitalism isn't working well then there needs to be some nefarious power behind that right you know and if capitalism alone couldn't stave off uh covid from happening then covid's a conspiracy right and um
0: grasping agency isn't it yeah yeah, exactly and the flip side exactly. the flip side of that same thing eleanor is like i'm a good subject of capitalism i go to my job and buy jet ski or whatever the fuck you know because it is mm-hmm. you know it's not just a belief for poor people um and therefore i am good so it cannot be i i individually am failing capitalism you know it's not like a uh, there's no moral failure of not doing it of of seeing yourself as having failed capitalism you 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 can only be failed by capitalism
1: through the agency of communists or Hamas mm-hmm. or yeah, whoever's under the bed. I think, I think there's a very simple narrative that kind of explains this, which is, and it's the difference between liberals and, like, Republicans in the States. It's like, to the liberal, yeah, capitalism's excesses sucks, and government regulation can fix it. That's, like, mm-hmm. part of their credo. To the Republican, yeah, um, government regulation is what causes capitalism to suck. And Mm -hmm. what that means is that anything bad that happens must be coming from the government in some way. Because it's impeding on this pure, like, like as Ellen said, it's kind of a form of capitalism that can emancipate us all. Mm. So the Liberals are kinda of inoculated a bit against this kind of wild thinking, because they're like, oh no, we just need to get Elizabeth Warren in and she'll fix it all. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. the conservatives are like, oh no, Elizabeth Warren's and anyone like them, they must be the source of this problem. And if I can't figure out what the problem is directly, then do you have some magical thinking that could fill in my gaps, please? Mm. So
3: mm-hmm. Ooh, i that to fill my gaps, but, uh, you know, uh, things of this nature. Um, but yeah, I think that you're, you are right in that there are, you know, it's basically kind of like the, the Protestantism and Catholicism of, um, you know, capitalism, right? So let's say that I'm just going to call the, you know, the, the libs are Catholics and they're like, oh yeah, you, you want to have this, um, you want to have a force that is kind of regulating this um and that who can tell you what is right and wrong you know i.e the church whereas mm-hmm. you know the protestants are over here on the side of like unfettered capitalism where it's like now nah, you'll probably be right Any he- it'll be okay don't worry about it like you could re- you'll figure it out you'll figure it out yeah. on your own you can read the book it's all it's yeah. about this like personal individualized thing right and you can and-
0: self-study your way into it you don't need to be told by an authority like the new york times how yep. to save yourself? You can you can do mm-hmm. your own deep dive research. You know, yeah. Uh, um, if you're on the fa- uh, if you're on
1: the far end, if you're on the far end, you're a Calvinist pot- Protestant and you're one of the elect and yep. God's own best boys, so you mm-hmm. can't fuck up.
3: Yeah, and those are like you know the already rich, um, and then what you have underneath are kind of like all the people who are sure that they are going to be like raptured into wealth at any moment once they just kind of figure out what the yeah what the, the cheat code is, and those that don't, you know, end up being like, I don't know, 5G zombie, etc.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's sort of the point that I wanted to talk about, like, two sort of specific, like, recent forms of this kind of sort of conspiratorial thinking. But also, like, what we were talking about, like, with Jan Milic is is these people, they do think that if they perform the right actions and have sort of the right mm. moral code, that that they will be saved by under the mechanisms of capitalism, basically by forms of extreme wealth that, you know, at the end of the mm, day, mm. if you, you know, if you follow the steps correctly, if you adhere to this sort of level of faith, you don't get like the resurrection and a life of hanging out with the angels strumming harps or what what, what it is you do up there. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just it is, it is temporal wealth. And and that seems to be the, the main thing. So like the first thing I wanted to sort of reference was the, folding ideas the 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 most recent one that dan olsen put out uh like i won't explain the whole thing because it's quite complicated but basically uh the the mechanism the videos like two
4: and two and a half, and a half hours, hours yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but like basically it's something i didn't i didn't even know either that like when you had the whole game stop short squeeze and some people made some money but more people lost a lot of money that like uh a bunch of the people who got st- stuck, like holding the shares, holding the bag, basically, mm-hmm. instead of just accepting their fate, if you will, sort of went completely down the rabbit hole and now believe that, um, specifically engineered through holding their GameStop shares or what are the other meme stocks, like AMC, uh, what are the others, that, like, if, if you hold them long enough and strong enough, that, like, basically, uh, and, and like you. Commit sort of a sacred act of registering them directly. That if you do that long enough uh, and like you expose the criminal conceits on a long enough timeline, that like their stops, their register shares of GameStop will eventually be worth infinity money and that will create and mm-hmm. collapse the global economy as well as the US Federal Reserve. And then that will put them on top of the global capitalist pyramid, basically. That's a very short Did- summary of a sort of quite complicated thing, but yeah.
3: It's very funny to me that these guys are like, when everyone finds out that the market is not rigged for ordinary people, that's gonna bring this whole thing down. It's like, what are you fucking talking about, you morons? We are,
4: we are gonna democratize the entire stock market by funneling money into a dying business. Brilliant. I mean, it's...
1: it's- like I was I was saying this to Rob earlier, it's really sad because for reasons we're not gonna go into because we do not have enough time, like again, with every grievance that you know drives people to be like fascists or to embrace kind of cult thinking, there is like there is a point at the heart of it that they're unable to accept because it conflicts so entirely with their entire worldview. Mm. And like the tragedy is they just can't bring themselves to accept that the market is rigged so the house always wins, everyone in charge knows it, they will never change it and Mm. you know sorry you're left holding the bag like they can't accept that and so they have to go into this magical thinking and and off the deep end but there is like like the sad thing is there is like real injustice at the heart of it there is like a real problem there are like unfair rules some of of the things that they've noticed Mm -hmm. are correct but they just they can't contextualize it properly because the implications are so destructive to their perception of themselves as getting out of this rut they're in like the world is terrible and if they actually look at the real reality, it just says, hey, yeah, it's terrible, live with it. And they just can't do that. And so yeah. here we are, going to the moon, baby. Yeah, it's like very funny to
3: me because with all of these, I mean, well, it's funny, but it's sad. What they all come down to is that to admit that capitalism doesn't work would simply be too much. They're in so much denial about it that to explain mm. why they haven't prospered, and there needs to be conspiracy. There's got to be conspiracy at the heart of Wall Street, and it's like, honey, that's what it's set up to do.
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: like like there, th- there are conspiracies. They are very real, but it's not. It's not the one you're thinking because it's like it's too it's too baroque. But I think that's also like that's the attraction, right? You you have mm. to. Y- 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 the more baroque the fantasy, the more elaborate the, the systems of oppression and sort of the weirder, the ways that you get out of this, which is like, if I just hold on, you know, my money that I invested, that's now worth nothing or, you know, not nothing mm, yet, but mm. whatever, GameStop... Uh, that's worth a lot less presumably than what I put in if I just hold on long enough and then believe hard enough and, you know, in, mm. in, in these sort of self-reinforcing cycles as well. Because that's the other thing I wanted to ask you, Eleanor, sort of to draw the parallel back to, like, uh, mm. you know, your favorite era is, like, it, it, the level of, like, sort of self-reinforcing structures that this would build. Like, did Milich mm. then have guys who would, like, follow him and say, yeah, you're right, and, you know, sort of get... You know, how, oh, God, did, Yeah.
3: Like a whole school of them. Yeah, like, you know, like, he's hanging out with uh, the ex-sex workers and, like, a, an indeterminate number of dudes uh, who would do things like copy out his sermons and, like, circulate his sermons all, all around Europe. Uh dudes they rock? Yeah, I know, like, dudes rock. Absolutely. Um, They, they would get arrested for uh, going too far in their own sermons, and, like, they weren't able to walk the fine line that milic was and um eventually too like milic himself gets into trouble like he gets called over to avignon which is where the papacy is at the time because basically uh, like a bunch of haters uh like a bunch of franciscans uh took acceptance to the fact that he was calling them all servants of antichrist um and they wrote a letter of complaint to the pope they were like i'm gonna i'm gonna like speak to your manager and milic had to go over to avignon but uh, by all accounts they were just like this is fine uh but he died there so like you know who knows like one way or another it doesn't really matter but um you had a bunch of dudes who were just kind of like yeah we're gonna uphold this and then the minute that dies like they basically you know the center could not hold like he was the center of this community um that they called jerusalem with all the sex workers and preachers and the minute he was out they couldn't do the thing Like, they didn't have the charismatic force. They didn't have uh, the vision to kind of drive forward these same ideas. So it just kind of scatters. And you have other people who kind of try to pick up his mantle. There's like a guy called uh, Mateo Vianov, who is kind of like a very bargain basement millage, uh, who doesn't do a very good job. And then eventually gets reinvented as the Hussites, kind of like later down the line. Although the Hussites are like, the church cannot be reformed, burn it all down, right? Whereas Milich was like, the church can be reformed and must be reformed. So Milich is a lot like, you know, your your GameStop people. Yeah, where he but where he's he- like, no, this the system would be fine, but we need to, re-, but like, or maybe he's a lib, you know, where it's like we just need to tinker <laughs> with the system, right, yeah. and then it'll be okay. And by the time you get to Jan Hus, he's like, the system is fucking burn it yeah whack yeah get it but the interesting
0: thing is that and like i think that's sort of the i don't know maybe that's the change maybe that's not really the change is that like now um obviously because of like the 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 mass media and the social media we now have like you don't i mean one guy is helpful but you don't need one because like so far as i Mm. understand it like that's the other sort of conspiracy i wanted to talk about because like that's what the um the the book i was reading the the book trust the Mm. plan by by will sommer because this is like an aspect of of like QAnon that i didn't know about but like Mm. q himself or herself or themselves haven't hosted in a really long time but it's not necessary Mm. like others have taken up the mantle and sort of it's it's it mutates and morphs like under this big banner but it doesn't need like once it got going it didn't need this central like this pivotal figure to like hold the reins and steer the whole thing it sort of it seems to spark like it's it's Mm -hmm. it's its own thing now
3: yeah 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 and that's that's certainly you know a feature I think of these things where it's like it will then mutate, right? So you're yeah. not going to have exactly like the same stuff that was coming out of Q, but it will be similar and it will build on that, right?
0: Yeah. So the thing that I wanted to to talk about this is like I said the second thing is like um, so apparently within sort of Qanon law or understanding. Uh, there are these sort of, there is this, there's also uh, a, a promise of debt forgiveness and debt erasure, which is incredibly, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, the Roman Republic nearly fell a number of times because people tried to bring in debt erasure. Mm. Um, so it's a very powerful, it's a very old thing, of course, for you know, people in diff- difficult times, but it starts, it's it's one of these things that's a nested conspiracy. It's one, it's like one inside another, inside another. So I wanted to like mm-hmm. sort of briefly mention like the first like Leia, which was was what they called Omega, which is um, like, that's a fairly sort of standard-ish conspiracy theory that there is a secret system of prime banknotes that rules the world with like these special prints of a (laughs) hundred dollar bills. And that if you have access to like these prime banknotes and the prime banking system, um, like that's where the real money is like that's where you know Ah. the mega tycoons and the european aristocracy they don't make money like you and i make money they have access to this higher level sort of illuminati level of of banking basically
4: yeah man if you get this if you get like the original 100 dollar bill you can stick that bad boy in a scanner and just print infinite money
0: that i mean i love that I mean, I mean, sort of, yeah. So this is a guy, and, and all under the the so sort of the broader umbrella of Q and Qadon. Um, there's a guy called Hood in Indiana, I want to say. Uh, this is from the book. Hood promised potential Omega investors, so the the this is the banknotes thing, fifty to one returns in nine months of, on each share of a hundred dollars, which he w- which he himself would then reinvest three times because he has access to this prime banking system. That ah. meant that each one hundred dollar share would, in just a few years, become worth twelve point five million. And actually, he was living in a trailer. I, I, I want to say it's this town in Indiana. Um, but like people were mailing him so much money that like the town itself became flooded with like physical currency because he would just give it to people. Like he would just give people stacks of hundred dollar bills. So like this whole <laughs> town, which was like a depression setting town, basically all of a sudden had like new cars and elegant restaurants. Cause like this one guy was like hoovering up hundred dollar bills from QAnon and like Omega believers.
3: I mean, that's that, this is a certified dude rocks moment. It, uh, it, it, it this is. guy, I mean. He also this fleeced guy,
0: like hunt fifty billion from you know destitute people and went to prison because you know yeah
3: well look look but some of those people you know were QAnon believers so who's to say who's to say yeah. you can't I'm know sorry.
4: that the guy had vision
3: yeah 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 but I I find it this is a very particularly cute little conspiracy theory because um it hinges on cash where it's like yeah the issue is the cash not like none of this is about cash guys like yeah. like it's such an old-fashioned way of thinking about it it's like that's literally has nothing to do with it it's about the fact that rich people don't like debt doesn't apply to them that's yeah, that, the, what it is Like
1: <laughs> the uh the fucking gamestop thing has the same issue at core. where they think it's all about the bonds the actual stocks that underlie that show we got shares in the company etc when no it's that literally the rules don't apply to like market makers in the way that apply to you and they, mm. they never will. Like, they just, it, it really is that. They they become so focused on an object as the reification of, like, the disorder in the world and how taking control of this object will fix it. It's, mm. uh, you know, it's like, oh, I just need to, if we can get our hands on the magic sword Excalibur, then we can put the true king of England on the throne and all right, you know, all will yeah. we'll be right of the world, all will ring, mm, mm, you know, true. Mm. Yeah,
4: it's the old adage of like, if you owe the bank a thousand dollars, that's your problem. But if you owe the bank a billion dollars, it's the bank's problem. But your interpretation of that is because a billion dollars
0: requires special hundred dollar bills
5: mm-hmm
0: i mean sort of the, the the most fantastical thing just as a brief side note and then we'll we'll move on from the um, uh, omega to to what i find the much more interesting one um but like the guy running the con this hood guy at some point started asking people to wrap the hundred dollar bills they were sending him in tinfoil to avoid spies yes. in the postal service <laughs> yes <laughs> fuck yeah I, I don't i don't want
4: my dollar bills to be become to become woke <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean but like i said this i
2: love that i love that tinfoil has this like do you know what i mean secret life mm. yeah mm. it's like yeah you can use it you can use it to keep your dinner hot or you can also use it to thwart the cia
1: oh god right you know it's 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 wonderful that i mentioned it earlier again the tinfoil thing so right if you've got the the fillings which are picking up the signal from the am radio right mm-hmm. if you a medium in the way which can pick up the signal then what will happen is the power of the signal will be reduced as it starts vibrating the tinfoil instead and so some people who had that problem found that if they slept with tinfoil on their head they didn't hear the noise because it was going like basically the energy was being dissipated by a very crude like not proper but attempt at a faraday cage that's where it comes from it's so stupid but obviously you can imagine like a game of telephone. That gets passed yeah. along and all it takes is one schizophrenic person who's hearing voices and boom, tinfoil hats.
4: Mm. I don't know why, that's reminding me of like the greatest product that you can buy on Amazon, which is a Faraday cage for your uh, wireless internet <laughs> router. Oh, yes. and, and then all of the comments saying that this <laughs> my internet didn't work after this. It's
0: like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> but yeah, so like this again, the the omega is kind of nothing new. The the thing about the special um, banknotes, that's that's very standard. Like that's both a con and a conspiracy. That's very long running. But it, it gets interesting uh, where it warps into uh, a thing called Nesara, N E S A R um, A, which is basically. Um, the writings of a very eccentric engineer from Louisiana in the 1960s, which are rediscovered by an original follower of the Omega banknotes thing, a woman called Shiny Goodwin. And NASARA, or G-SARA, um, stands for the National Economic Stabilization and Recovery Act, or in the bigger version, even the Global Economic Stabilization and Recovery Act. So this is like, mm-hmm. sh- this woman, Shiny uh, Goodwin, sends a lot of money to the the omega guy loses it um still believes in it but in sort of you know whilst being terminally online discovers this thing that like this was this it was like basically an engineer from louisiana who wrote this like very long draft law and then was it this time cube no he said um oh i'll from 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 the book um Shiny Goodwin told her followers that the NASARA was a bill for restructuring the entire world. It would eliminate credit card debt, mortgage payments, and the Federal Reserve. Um mm. The Omega, the, the the special dollar bill thing, was just one of fifty programs within Nasara, each of which would shower fabulous wealth on ordinary people. Notably, considering her own five figure tax debts, Goodwin said that Nasara would also abolish income tax and the Internal Revenue Service. So again, Johnny okay.
4: Goodwin, if- you would have loved Bitcoin.
3: So okay, so but the the special hundred dollar bills, which are being made by the government will be used to get rid of your tax burden from the government. But also, yeah. they're not being given to ordinary people. They're only being given to rich people.
0: Yeah. So... Well, I mean, whether or not at- the federal, like, the, the, the federal Mint actually prints these $100 bills, I'm not entirely sure of. And, like, for the sake of, you know, my own um, mm. Google ads, I didn't I didn't want to go no. down that rabbit yep. hole because I think Smart. I would find 20 answers, none of which would
1: line up with each other. This is this is a reification of the jubilee horn in the yeah. form of like a a fucking government bond, but a special government bond that you know isn't isn't available for purchase. Like that's mm-hmm. that, that's the intersection here.
0: Yeah, but the, so, so but what I find really interesting about it is like much like the 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 Boas, the 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 mother of mother of all short squeezes, the thing we were just talking about with with GameStop, and then you know, this sort of folding in of even, uh, and Q itself of even more different, like layers of conspiracies and different things mm. that not, I mean, at some level they all contradict each other cause they have to, but you know, it, it doesn't seem to matter. Like you can pick, it's sort of a pick and mix basically at this point. Um, mm. Again, this is a great bit from the book. Um, as Goodwin kept up the updates from her trailer home, Nisara started to mutate. Benevolent aliens were added to the mix. Goodwin. Yes. Won fa- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen them. That's a proper like nineteen nineties thing, you know. Like it's. It- mm. Remember, remember the good
4: old days where the, old, the a good old fashioned conspiracy theory, like the t- Twin Towers were deliberately blown up by uh, George Bush. Good times. Yeah, it's
1: it's. it's- His Posadism decided to go take some courses at the Chicago School, and here we are.
0: (laughs) <laughs> she also won fans who had never been involved in the original Omega dollar bill scam, ultimately attracting at least 15,000 people to her messages. Supporters of the mythical law deluged newspapers with letters to the editor, demanding that Congress finally unveil Nassara. Believers wrote Nassara now on their utility bills, refusing to pay on the grounds that the bill absolved them of the debt. That's the... B- that sovereign citizenship. it. You know, that's the... A few mm-hmm. years ago, you would do the same, but you'd say you can't send me to court. There really is—it's the French flag. There really
4: thing. is. There really is nothing new under the sun, is there? No.
3: <laughs> but again, I'm just so confused by the idea that Congress has this bill and they're just waiting on it, and oh, they're going to do it at weirder. any moment. But then, but also, but also, Congress, in the form of like the Internal Revenue Service, are the persecutors. Yeah, right.
0: but it gets even. It gets even better, Eleanor, because apparently this is in yet another like mutation, a little bit further down the line. Nasara or Gsara, the global version of same, has already been passed by Bill Clinton at gunpoint under force from nice. the military, <laughs> but the U.S. Supreme Court then put a gag order on everybody, and that's why we're not allowed to know about it. Okay, makes sense.
2: So it's secret knowledge, and it, it only absolves you if you know about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like. This this trace this traces back to like the of the Solomon style stuff, which is basically, hey, did you know if you know the secret laws of the world you can like hack the religion we know and invoke a demon to give you all the things you actually want? Of course it's very dangerous and difficult, so it's not very well known. And it's like it's the same thing, sovereign citizenship is is that. It's like there are mm. archaic laws of the world and you, the magician, can invoke them to peer behind like the the fake world that we're told that's passed to us in the church. And instead, like, you know, get down to the real root of things, which also doesn't contradict the standing order of the world. It's just a new layer of, like, knowledge to it. It's all very, like, I cannot reject the world as it is. Therefore, I have to heavily, like, augment it and mm-hmm. write additional details in order to fit my emancipation into it. It's like, it, nothing is new. You're totally right, Alistair. That's right. <laughs> Again,
0: because I, I, w- I was thinking about it sort of in the longer historical context is like this this is um like one last quote from from the book um but sort of to to wrap this sort of thinking about it up um but also to sort of bring it back into to to like today and then you know there is no one factor that makes someone believe in conspiracy theories but after talking to QAnon believers for years i've started to note some commonalities that go beyond the world of politics they often seem angry about the state of the world and their place in it, and conversely get a get a special pleasure in the knowledge that they think that Q has shared with them, reveling in mm. the secrets that set them apart from the average person. As one believer put it to me with a smile, they know the news before everyone else does. In a confusing world, a conspiracy theory like QAnon gives people something to put their faith in. And I think that's such mm. an interesting... Because essentially what you're doing, it, it's, its this is just faith. It's again, you know, in, in this modern, qua qua rational world where, you know, we have Dick Dawkins. The, once again, we... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what, I find if,
4: it, what if the Bible was actually posted on Slash B on 4chan?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, in mm-hmm. a way, yeah.
0: So uh, I what mean, I find...
4: That's what, that's what fucking Q was before he got shuffled, whatever yeah. the fuck it was, got banned off of 4chan. Uh, and then, what was is it? Was, is it nine chan or some eight, shit? Eight or nine the, chan? The one yeah. where, the the one where the um, that's too many chans. Yeah, the the one where that uh, mass murderer posted his manifesto, uh, which didn't raise mm-hmm. any eyebrows. Mm. So yeah, it's a very very cool place to be
0: um, to be drawing an entire like pseudo religion from. So yeah, like the 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 thing that I wanted to you know sort of ask Ella like you know again you know because we are you know little plug up front we are not so different like are we just simply <laughs> still medieval peasants trying to make sense of like extremely confusing and frightening times but we've just like invented our own sort of new and old demons to fit in with our sort of current it's not even a religion like capitalism it's this it's this mode of being like you know mm.
3: yeah i mean i suppose that it, it is mode of being we worship the line you know if line go up we're happy if line go down we're sad Um, and we are confused because line go up doesn't actually correspond to what our own lives are and I would say that you know one of the things that makes it slightly different from medieval conspiracy theories is you have of course this uh, focus on individualism right like you'll Mm -hmm. find out the cheat code you will get the special hundred dollar bill you know about NESRA or whatever and so as a result they have to give it to you but you know, not, not necessarily the group. And, you know, the difference between that often and medieval conspiracy theories is that, like, something has to be done as a group within medieval conspiracy theories. Which is, you know, maybe better. <laughs> like Because at least they're calling for collective action. And, uh, but I mean, this we is, also. This is
4: what capitalism took from us. Yeah, but I mean. I mean in you... a way, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. In a weird but, way, uh, yes. Yeah
4: we it, we also do
3: of course have massive uh overlaps um and you know so let, like let's quote um well, let's quote my own writing right so um the the uh the the article that i wrote on this uh which is called on sickness and conspiracy um i say i'm, I'm talking about um you know the oh, this idea is the 5G that zombies. Uh, yeah yeah for, when i talk about the 5g zombies as like a you know one of these kind of overlaps right This is a lot like uh, the conspiracy that Jewish people were poisoning wells to cause the plague. And what I say about that is it's, of course, absolutely abhorrent and horrifying and it makes me want to cry. Uh, But it also has all of the hallmarks of conspiracy theories now because there's a shadowy group of elites who are bent on destroying a society. Check. Got word of mouth about nebulous proof that this is happening. Check. Check. You got a weird misunderstanding about how you would even go get a poisonous substance in the first place. And, oh, baby, you know that's a huge check, right? Yeah. So it's like, that is true about, like, the 5G coronavirus zombies thing, right? Where it's like, I don't know, and then the 5G will activate and then bada bing, bada boom, there's your poison. But it's also true about these Nesser things. It's also true about these Omega things, right? There's yeah, and, these and definitely about that... the
0: GameStop thing. Like, that's, that's like, definitely. Absolutely.
3: Like... Whether we're talking about, like, a poison that is going to trigger us all into being zombies and there's this bad understanding of, of poison, you've also just got, like, you know, the bad understanding of, you know, the poison of capitalism, of the poison of the market, of the poison of money being an actual thing that that they don't really quite understand.
0: I, too, have some of the quotings of your writing, specifically that 5G zombie piece uh, uh, in, in the mm. show notes, because, like, The difference here is that Gina, the 5G zombie woman, and her weirdo Mm -hmm. friends, unlike medieval Europeans, have been given every possible way to understand what is going on around them and are simply choosing to ignore it. And I find that's Mm -hmm. like... Because part of the conspiracy theory is like you need to build sort of these psychological walls around you to Mm -hmm. literally ignore, you know, not always factual reality, like factual reality is incredibly messy and different variation, you know perceptions of reality and so on and so forth but like you could almost say that like at the same time as obviously the internet is is in, incredibly sort of a powerful excellent for all of this you could just say well you could you could just go to like nhs dot whatever to look up the 5g mm. zombies i don't know if they wrote a thing but you know like <laughs> or, or or you could do some of your own homework and just realize okay maybe that's not how stock markets work and the yeah. what i find so interesting about it is that it, rather than doing that, it, like it it, 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 creates these sort of global echo chambers where, like, people from everywhere mm. find each other and just re- reinforce each other. And like, I, 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 wonder in whether or not are we actually like choosing to ignore it, or are we just have we really mm. at this point fractured like the social understanding of reality? I mean, that happened a while I mean, ago, but still.
1: Yeah. If I could, if I could put a thought in here, like. Yes, like, you know, medieval peasants don't, you know, they are not so much to blame because they didn't have the excuse. But by the same token, um, what we're not really making account for is social conditioning and how strong it is in our society. Because, like, to use the GameStop guys as an example here briefly, um, they've been socially conditioned to believe in a narrative about how the markets work and even to believe in certain mechanisms about how the markets work, which just aren't true. They're mm. propaganda you know they're, they're the narrative that's sold to the rubes to allow people who are rich and powerful and institutional market makers to continue a system that is basically wealth extraction right and mm. so even even the simple explanation of how a short works is actually not correct when you dig down into it it doesn't work like that it's a simplified consumer narrative it's not how it actually goes and so you can say stuff like well They could go and just look up these facts online about COVID, for example, but we're missing the fact that many of these people, through their politics and through, you know, what is done to them to make them adopt those politics a lot of the time, they're conditioned to exclude context and to, you know, like reject certain framings in order to make a particular view of the world make sense, and so... Even if the information is at their fingertips, they've kind of, many of them have just had a number done to them where they mm. will never trust, like, they'll never trust anything the government puts out because it's been put out by the government. And growing up, they were taught by their preacher, um, who's part mm. of the prosperity gospel, that the government is, you know, in line with Satan and the mark of the devil is coming. all of this. Like, you've got people like that and you've got petty bourgeois who are conditioned, they cannot go beyond the bounds of, of capitalism and it's like no matter how big a distance gets, the outlet will not be a reevaluation of their life because they're not willing to feel like a, they're to blame, like they're a rube that they, you know, that they're a sucker for falling for any of it. They just can't do that, and uh, it's tragic and also a lot of the time deeply stupid. But there you go.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that you're pretty bang on here because this is about kind of a rupturing in in belief. You know, right? So even when, and I blame uh, Martin Luther for this, right? Mm, this idea that yeah. you can figure it out on your own, that you don't need like a, a structure to tell you how to figure these things out. You can go out there and blaze a trail and it's just about you and your understanding of the things in front of you. Uh, and that motherfucker I have a lot to answer for.
0: yeah yeah even though you know a a proto poster still even though we as posters have all have things to answer for but him probably Mm. more than than many others and sort of moving towards this towards the ending and i don't know maybe just as a coder or something but i was because we are normally mainly about you know stuff based in 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 the uk is like what Mm. i find so i was trying to think of like because the 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 hundred dollar bill thing the q and on that's i mean it, it washes up on uk shores but not, not, mm. not least, not yet, or not really in its like in its pure form because it's too American. But like the, mm. the thing that seems to sort of have like the hit version of this is like the 50 minute cities. I think that's like the Kay. best parallel that I could draw. And what I find so interesting about that is like the 50 minute cities doesn't even have like sort of the the divine cuddle or like the financial cuddle of you know extreme wealth if you just send the dollars off or whatever. It's just. There's nothing at the end of it. The only freedom that you would get to keep is to drive to the big Tesco, which is just an incredible, that's such a Brit thing. Yeah,
3: I mean, we love to drive to big Tesco, but I think also part of this is that um, your nephew who laughed at you at Christmas when you talked about politics won't get to do that anymore. I think that's <laughs> yeah. also part of it. Like, that's yeah. that. basically all they're hoping for is that, like, you know, the beleaguered youth will no longer sneer at them as you as you explain that the real problem is that your car isn't large enough or whatever you know
0: yeah you had that that, like sadiq khan is making you get a diesel car from past 2006 i think is the thing at the moment my god i know a a, a fate worse than death but yeah i mean I, i just wanted to sort of 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 wrap it up there except with the thought which i always find an interest, interesting one when when you sort of think about these conspiracy theories and and the book about QAnon has i didn't we didn't have time anymore to go into it but has like some interesting chapters about like where he talks to like the family members of people who've really sort of lost themselves in the world of of, of q anon mm. um and there's similar stories in the certainly in the, in the gamestop video by um folding ideas um but like you know, I think it's always so interesting that, like, liberals will just... And, like, quote-unquote smart people will just sort of desperately want to conjure these people out of their constructed realities with, like, facts and logic. Mm-hmm. But, like, the question of how... Whether or not, like, these people are retrievable in any way and whether or not it's... Whether or not they exist in such numbers that it's important to, to retrieve them. And, like, you know, that's that's also something I wanted to ask you, Eleanor. Is like, after Jan Milic- you know, it, it dies or gets killed. I can't remember what happens to him. Just um, dies. He <laughs> just dies. Like, did, did did sort of everybody, not everybody, but did like sort of a, a bigger majority sort of pack up their shit and go home? Or did they sort of, you know, move off into a, 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 a different world again?
3: Um, like a more gets- extreme world it kind of gets worse yeah and you know part of the reason that it gets worse is that material circumstances uh get crazy in terms of religion you know you suddenly we have like up to three popes at any given time and that doesn't help the situation <laughs> you know uh <laughs> well, no one d-
0: yeah i think more popes, more better but. yeah, yeah just, just exactly more popes until we until it's all
4: good paul mason would be raging here in this
3: and like you know things that like millage was also like point like pushing for our were stuff like debt forgiveness and you know basically saying that like nobles don't do the right thing the church isn't doing the right thing you should you know be nicer to to regular people um and like administer them religiously don't extract so much money from them you know things of this nature and you know you then it basically gets to the point you know in bohemia at the very least where there is like outward revolution which actually slaps yes um and that's good and i want to make it clear that when czech people break from the church that slaps and is good
1: but when <laughs>
3: german people do it it's bad and it leads to QAnon. you see yes so yeah well exactly. i think that
0: is for certain the last word on on this particular um, issue. Um, I don't know, Jamie, did you have time to look at some comment or commentary yet, Or are we closing the episode here?
2: Uh, I didn't know. That's right. I worries. thought David was doing it.
0: That's, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, most things are David's fault anyway.
1: That's not a conspiracy. That's yeah. just true. Um, anyway. So I think. Yeah,
0: I saw
4: uh,
1: 4chan. <laughs> yeah. When Jamie breaks from the pod it's cool and good, but when David does, just, yeah. So that's yeah, right
0: that's right that, that is right um anyway b- before we go i am of course, i am
2: forever a blameless angel
0: <laughs> <have you> know. <laughs> the only path to path of true salvation lies through jamie um anyway so before we go uh Eleanor, of course i want to give you like you know i i have stopped trying to keep up with all your various things. Um, All I know is that I I listen to uh, We Are Not So Different and I'm really enjoying the uh, Arthuriana uh, sequence on what it's like to be a good cuck.
3: Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) I'm really enjoying that one. Um, So yeah, you can check out my podcast, We're Not So Different, um, where, yeah, we talk about stuff like this, basically um uh you can also check out my blog which we talked about here which is going hyphen uh where i write things um you can check out my book uh the once in future sex which is about uh gender roles for women uh in the medieval period and now um and then there's like my professional ass podcast which is called gone medieval uh where um, i'm a very good girl indeed and don't say fuck so <laughs> those are the main ones <laughs>
0: yeah so go go check that out if you're uh some kind of professional for for some reason um mm. anyway uh and you can find us of course at uh, patreon.com for slash we will be right after uh we say goodbye eleanor we're gonna record what i'm quite certain is going to be an incredible uh episode of the for the next patreon so Woo. do get us uh on that and otherwise you can get us i don't know are we doing twitch things jamie uh,
2: not at the moment. We're not because um I've got I've I've only got one arm. James. So in I can't recovery. I can't Yeah, I can't game. After. And um and also Lila's got no internet so I'll
1: uh, I'll fill the gap then. I'll jump on this Thursday and I'll do more. On I don't know. I don't know what Alistair's
2: excuse is. As far as I'm
1: aware, Alistair has internet and in both arms. So <laughs> he's just slacking. Does he need to point to the shirt, mate? Stop asking him for hey, Well, I am.
4: I am actually on uh, playing D and D with Sinan and uh, a bunch of other people. Yeah, oh, but that's on that's on Sin, Sinan's uh, Twitch channel. Splitter. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're we're a bunch of inter Nissan fuckers on in on this podcast. Like,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs>
2: does does that does that D and D stream have music by Jordan? <laughs>
0: uh, no, it does not. You can also get uh, more Eleanor in old episodes of uh, Sidet Stream where they do uh, Thick Bohemia, if memory serves.
3: Oh yeah, that Bohemia got so big though. yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: so you know on on that very very tempting out uh eleanor thank you again so much for stopping by and we will check everybody on the patreon where you should go and subscribe because it's cool and good bye
1: it's for one trip after salvation bye (laughs)
5: bye see ya
4: bye